I think we've got the video. Round it there, Roshi. You ever on standby? Do you? There you go. <laughs> that was the worst day of my life. The worst day of my life. My God, it was absolutely brutal. <laughs> what what happened? OTB AM live weekday mornings from seven thirty on the OTB Sports app. OTB AM with Gillette in association with Movember. Effortless shave, magnificent mo. Ronan O'Gara joins us on the line this morning. Morning, Ronan. How are things? Morning, hi guys. How are you? Keeping well. Keeping well. Um, you had a you had a fascinating weekend last weekend with the Babas. Uh, looked like a lot of fun. I have to say, Ronan, thirty-five points to thirty-one win over this New Zealand fifteen. Uh, looked like a bit of crack. Yeah, it was. It was a great week. Fantastic week. Um, just coming off, I suppose, the treadmill of a top fourteen ten weeks in a row. Uh, grinding away and then um, just kind of absorbed or by results, you know, and then you just see a complete different spirit of how the game can be played and it uh, probably poses more questions in your head. So it's good that this week is off as well. So we'll try and mix a little bit of the Baba spirit with, I suppose, the traditional structured approach to how the game um, is played. So, uh, yeah, this week has been... um, pretty reflective week in terms of how best to prepare for the next block of games coming up with um, Europe beginning but also the top 14 continuing to go on as well Ronan it's a pretty minimal um, exposure to the Babas in, in terms of uh, you know one week during the international window do you take anything from that back into La Rochelle or is there anything that you, you can learn from that yeah you could take loads you know I think it's it hits you hard sometimes in terms of you know, maybe having too much of a straight jacket on guys and I suppose the fundamental question I'm asking myself this week is that just how can you get players showing their natural instincts within a game plan, within a structure? Because you have to have a little bit of structure, obviously, and that's, I suppose, the golden question for me is how, how do you let them play free and how do you let them play with, uh, I suppose, with some people they don't see it as quickly as other players and that's... I suppose always how you know the great players they seem that they have so much time on the ball Um, so you know we kind of came up from scratch and literally three training sessions and you know we we looked we looked pretty uh, pretty good with the ball so it just shows that it can can most definitely be done and sometimes I think we probably stagnate our players by probably over um emphasising maybe uh, structure and detail and a robotic approach so for me it was fantastic in that regard because um, I suppose suppose things now to look at going forward I uh, saw a great clip on Twitter Ronan uh, uh, amongst the celebrations Adele someone like you being blared out by by yourself and the players I looked over to the left hand side of the screen and who was blaring it out with the the most the most heart I think it was it was yourself so you don't want to give us a few bars this morning (laughs) though (laughs) <laughs> no, no. no it's great because we obviously the big part of the bab as you do a lot of restaurants during the week you know so it'll be lunchtime or um or dinner time you know a few beers are allowed so we got that balance right early in the week we went hard and towards the end of the week that completely uh petered out so uh you know i think for creating harmony and cohesion among a group a sing song does it we had joe marler in the group and we had a lot of French guys, so very, very, I suppose, different cultures and different personalities. But uh, what united us was uh, was song. And, um, you know, I think uh, on the Thursday night we had um, 
or the Wednesday night or maybe even the Tuesday night I don't remember now there was uh, <laughs> there was great just spontaneous singing because you know these things either happen naturally or they don't there's nothing worse or more cringy than a, than a four sing song so uh, it just happened and uh, I think by the end of the night uh, Adele was probably the one that everyone bought in most of so it kind of became our team song for the week and then um, it was nice that um uh, Joe Marler led that. It was my first time, uh, I suppose, in an environment with him, a, a pretty special character in the modern game and um, very, I suppose, different to a lot of uh, your normal players that play nowadays, but uh, hugely interesting and, and um, a great person to get to know. Uh, like, we had Will Greenwood on the show last week and he was looking forward to even being there and, and, and meeting up with yourselves. Uh, that partnership w- with Scott Robertson as well, it must have been... Must have been great just for the two years to kind of swap ideas and bounce off each other from a from a coaching point of view as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because it goes a lot happens too. Kind of, I suppose I left the Crusaders a few years ago now, and I'm stuck in my world. He's stuck in his world, but we're still involved in rugby, and it's very, very simple, uh, really. Uh, but the approaches can be very, very different. So it was important just to probably. Uh, check in with each other see how we're going what I need to get better at what he needs to get better at and uh, yeah it feels like I know more my life really but I don't obviously uh, but there's a very natural relationship there and it's very easy for him to say harsh things to me uh, what I need to get better at and he obviously understands the European game a little bit better from being in constant contact with me so um, you know I think um, what is I suppose the takeaway point is that he has a a huge aura about him, but a very positive aura, and that goes straight into his environment. And you know, I think we have to remind ourselves we're very lucky that we we don't work, we we coach, we coach rugby, and I'm very passionate about that, and I and I love doing that. But sometimes you can be, uh, no matter how mentally strong you are, you can be, I suppose, ground down in the top 14. So the timing for me for a pause was beautiful. So just recharge the batteries this week and attack next week we've been hearing uh, for, for some time that England's next coach after the World Cup is going to uh, preferably from their point of view be an Englishman but uh, Bill Sweeney's come out this week you've probably seen the quotes saying uh, it has to be the best coach so the RFU's preference no longer for an Englishman to succeed Eddie Jones necessarily as, as England coach yourself and Scott that could be a nice pair in Ronan surely yeah it's it could be could not be either you know there's there's a, there's a lot to that I think once you've kind of tasted being the head man it's very very uh, probably um, um, your vision you know very even two people very aligned sometimes don't have the same vision so mm. you know what I mean essentially on a but then again titles don't really interests me too much it's just a case of um, what role you'd like to do and what role Scott would like to do and, and, and how you share responsibilities potentially but uh, you know even before that it's 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 a uh, it's a big mental leap for me to to uh, to decide upon I wouldn't uh, be straight out I wouldn't have given that the time uh, required at the, at the minute all I said at the minute is that you wouldn't rule yourself out of that job but if you were to commit to something like that I think I'd have to uh, sit down with my my family and uh, probably uh, work it out because you know I think um, 
I understand it's a professional game, but I also understand where I'm from and, and what I represent. So um, there's a few stages, obviously, before that becomes, um, I suppose, very hot. Brian O'Driscoll was on the show with with uh, with Jerry this week, and he's talking about you know that a lot of managers wanting to get into the international game. Of course, the club game is brilliant and it's it's uh, exciting, and you're playing week on week, and then to get into the international game at some point is is the dream for many. Like even. Uh, Johnny Sexton was asked about this week, Ronan, and, and, and he name-dropped yourself as well. He was asked if he was going to go into coaching himself whenever he decides to hang up the boots. And he said, straight away, I don't think so. Uh, as a coach, you need to go out, you need to learn, you need to travel. My family is fairly settled in Dublin. My kids love it here. They've got their friends and family. I'm not going to do something like Roger's done, which is amazing. Go to France, go to New Zealand, come back to France, stay in France. He's been away from Ireland for 10 years. I'm not going to do that. Like, it, it was interesting to hear him say that because you've gone out and cut your teeth. Uh, I guess homesickness comes into it a lot as well. Do you know, in, in order to get that experience abroad, you have to leave home. Uh, you don't have to do anything. That's the simple answer to it. I think you can you can create a position that I think stimulates you. And you mean Johnny would would fit definitely into that category because I think he's got an exceptional brain. And he thinks about the game very differently to a lot of people, so he doesn't necessarily have to go away. I just think that it's very uh, easy I suppose for people to observe and make general statements but someone like Johnny wouldn't fall into a general category he's very much an outlier in everything that he has done and will continue to do so you know I think he would be a big addition to any coaching group that's that that's no doubt about it he, he doesn't have to travel to do that he'd be you know I mean an on-field coach anyway in the last number of years without a shadow of doubt uh, especially in the position that he plays and the leadership that he brings in that position so you know I think you can see in sport you know I mean in the, in the southern hemisphere there's uh, in a lot of the NRL clubs and an awful lot of them are, are appointing leadership coach um, but do you want the leadership coach that has qualified through university or do you want it that has qualified through experience or a mixture of both because I think uh, you do need obviously the methodology but also the structure behind you but like Johnny would be a perfect example in that case that he just uh, has has so much wisdom that he probably hasn't enough time left in his life to get that out because he's uh, excelling in the playing capacity but it's very very similar really in the fact that yeah, he wouldn't have to play, but he can also uh, empower his players to play or to hopefully get near uh, where he played. And that would be a huge, I think, fascinating journey for him. But he'll decide that. I think he's right. I think the minute you start thinking of coaching, you lose it as a player. So mm. he'll have plenty of time for that. Mm. Sorry, Ronan, just to, just to build on, on what you said there. It sounds like Johnny would Johnny be better served in almost like a technical capacity as a coach or it sounds that he might be quite an inspirational addition to a, to any coaching ticket based off based off what you said there yeah the perception sometimes isn't the reality I think um, you know what I mean under underneath uh, you know the dour competitive Johnny there's a very sensitive Johnny there's a very uh, funny Johnny um, and he has a, a wicked sense of humour you know I just think that he's when I suppose the public see him it's in a sporting domain but like you can't be on all the time there's plenty of times when he's off and he's he's a very very um, good company to be around so uh, yeah technically I think having spent so much time with Joe and uh, which Oh, should never be underappreciated. I think he has that, I suppose, detail in his game. Um, but we're also seeing under Andy, I suppose, the the 
capacity to get the best out of the human side of people. Um, so, you know, I mean, you combine the two of them along with John Rennie's natural ability and instincts as a person. Uh, that's quite a, an impressive uh, potent of uh, forces. Of strength, sorry, I'm mixing my French and my English words. <laughs> <laughs> You're so bilingual now, Ronan. It's it's comes just comes no, naturally. No, believe me, I'm not. I'm not. But when you're 10 years old, it begins to happen, you know, because I'm I'm thinking in French now as well as English. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Uh, Ronan, was um, the sad news of of uh, Jerry Holland's passing. Talking about coaches and inspiring coaches uh, this week, and and of course it was terrible for everyone in Irish rugby and in Munster and, and down in Cork Con as well. Uh, you've written a lovely piece in your Irish Examiner column as well, referencing Jerry Holland. You said, the quiet architect of special monster days. I'd love to have told him in recent times how frequently I've leaned on his tutelage. It's, um, it's a very sad loss. Yeah, it is very, very sad. And I suppose a lot of, you mean, uh, Gall of Claw's group to Quinney's group to Paulie's group to uh, Peter Romani's group... Uh, would be very touched by Hall, a special man. And it's not just because he's passed away, we say that, you know, I think um, he made a man of a lot of boys and I think um, he was very, very fair with us and he, he showed us, I suppose, the hard and straight road. And one thing I always remember was kind of uh, when you played in Mosgrave Park or Port Ward or Red and Munster, irrespective of whether win or lose, if you show up, the public will respect you and I think that's something that will always stay you know I think you can't guarantee a result but you I think for for monster people showing up and giving your all was what meant a lot to the people and and Hall instilled that in us I was um, I was actually reading back one of your older examiner columns last night from I think it was from from 2016 from March 2016 uh, you had a great story um if, you, if you'll allow me for a second. So you're, course, you're, you're talking about, once I arrived back to Munster pre-season with a bleached head of hair, I'd gone mad in Greece, obviously. We were treated to a horrible fitness session on the track at the Mardike. Animal stuff. 10 400-metre runs, followed by 10 more 300 metres. We survived, and I anticipated a pat on the head from manager Jerry Holland or maybe Nilo Donovan, our forwards coach. Great session, Rod. You hung in there. Good to see that sort of thing. Uh, more fool me. Instead, Jerry stared at me. By the next session, have that hair gone. So uh, no, no messing around with Jerry Holland, Ronan. No, but it was just, um, you know, like, I can only imagine what would happen. We probably, would, with the GPS nowadays and the recovery with performance coaches, you wouldn't be allowed to train for a month <laughs> if you did 10 400s, 10 300s. <laughs> it was a time I actually, uh, Tomas O'Leary was picked up off the, uh, off the, off the grass in the, uh, out by the farm by UCC because we didn't have GPS. We used to just run, basically run till you drop. And... Um, but that was the era we were involved in. Holly, exactly, was kind of, I was feeling really good, finished the session, uh, great, great, nice work. And Hall was just looking at this little upstart going, look at the state of this guy. Um, <laughs> and he didn't have to say it right. He just said, uh, have that gone by Thursday night. And, I, and of course, there wasn't, it wasn't a case of, will I chance it now and try and get another few days out of it? First job done that afternoon was straight to the uh, hairdressers and get it shaved off. The, uh, yeah, did you think the bleached hair was going to make you faster or what was the thinking behind it? <laughs> no, I just think 
I see it my 14 year old now you just think you're too too cool for school isn't it <laughs> it's a 60 year holiday job isn't it really yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but your luck you can try it again maybe go back to it at some stage for charity no, or something no it doesn't work it doesn't work or shaving I don't have the right shaped head either I don't get a tanned enough to peanut to, to pull it off you know so fair enough that's why I have the the safe bed which is short back and sides and to the side for the last 40 years <laughs> can't go wrong you can't go wrong with that one Roman to be fair uh, there was a great uh, there was a great photo you had up on your, your social media we're speaking of the, the Ireland-Australia game tomorrow night as well we have it up on screen here uh, congrats to Jack Crowley he dreamt of today for a very long time well done a lovely photograph of yourself years ago with, with a very young Jack I don't know what age maybe he's probably 10 or 11 there maybe um, like debut against Fiji last week he's come a long way Ronan and uh, I know you, you try to bring him over maybe to, to La Rochelle at different points. He's a player you admire a lot. Yeah, I've probably been tracking him for a long time. It was Donald Lennon that introduced me to him a long time ago. And Donald, obviously, um, you know, he knows his cattle very well. Um, and I just remember from meeting him, for I think it was in the Clarion Hotel maybe four or five years ago. Just the way the guy spoke, I, I understood he got it and he wanted it. They're probably two of the most important things in in the number ten role, and I think he he knew uh, he'd have to uh, have resilience. And I think already at a young age, you'll go well. He hasn't been tested, but he has been tested. I think now uh, his growth could be huge. I think mentally, he's done an awful lot of I'd say prep work to put himself uh, in certain situations like a game tomorrow night. I, I think. Um, Will will be will be good for him, um, and his ceiling could be huge. I think the combination of the experience of Johnny, but also the, the probably the exuberance and the the young legs of of uh, Jack Crowley could be very very uh, very very nice combo for Ireland. Finally, Ronan, how do you, how do you see the game going? I guess Australia have a couple of uh, defeats, but I mean you can never underestimate them, and they'll probably love this idea of coming to Dublin and and taking a scalp. It won't be all our own way, you'd imagine. No, it will not be. No, no. You look at... They were unlucky. Only for a bit of pen or magic, they would have beaten France. And that's in France and Stade de France. I think that game, which was... You know, quite a, a composed performance from Australia. Very well, very much controlled the game. And France France were uh, in big trouble. But Peno does what Peno... Or Peno did what Peno does, you know. Just a, a kind of one attacker against three defenders. And he somehow manages to score, which he's been doing for the last number of years. Um, but Australia, yeah, then they probably change up a lot. And um, obviously, uh, Italy are shown better form than probably anticipated, and, and they turn over Australia. So, um, you know, their coaching group would be very impressive in Australia with Dave Rennie and, and um, Laurie Fisher. Laurie would have a lot of, I suppose, uh, ins on the Irish team and, and know, know them very well from his time in Munster and what. I suppose what makes Irish people tick. So uh, the one thing about Australia is that they're technically they're very good. So I think what they'll need to probably get right, they need to be disciplined to, uh, I suppose, to make to make a game. But if they can be disciplined, I think they probably have the rugby. Uh, but when Ireland put them, I suppose, uh, in a squeeze, can they can they handle that mentally, or will they opt out with penalties and penalties of field position, field positions of pressure and pressure? Usually, obviously, it didn't in the Fiji game result in points, but in the South African game and previous to that, it results in points. 
Ronan, great stuff as always. We'll uh, we'll have to get you back on again soon and get the uh, the Adele out of you maybe if you're. You have a bit of time to practice between now and then. No chance. See you, lads. <laughs> Great stuff. You. Thanks, Ronald. Bye bye. OTB AM with Gillette in association with Movember. Effortless shave, magnificent mode.